It's the 30th of May on theconstantinvestor.com. I'm James Brandis, and I'm speaking with TCI member Andrew Kelly. Andrew, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do for a job? Uh, so, look, I'm a, um, a nurse. Um, I work in mental health. Um, I've been working in that area for about um, 10 years. Well, that sounds like some challenging work. What does an average day at work look like for you? Oh, so we're an acute inpatient mental health facility, so we usually um, get admissions from emergency department or um, from a patient team, which is like a um, a cooperative between um, ED and the police. Um, so, and generally also from the CAT team, which is the community, like a liaison team that bring patients in. Wow, is it stressful work? Yeah, there's moments, but um, I suppose you get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do to wind down when you come home? Well, I usually just have a, an early, early night and, yeah, yeah just get, try and get a good night's sleep, um, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you get started in your investing? About 10 years ago, um, I just went through the Sandway, going through a um, ComSec, um, and I started investing in, I think my first investment was NAB, but then um, was CSL. Um, and so I sort of, um, that's also been my, my successful investment, CSL. Um, and I've just gradually just accumulated those shares and others along the way. Um, I think that originally, most suppose it was my father that got me into it. Um, and yeah, I just started investing surplus income into the stock market. <laughs> Has your dad been a long-time investor? Basically, since the, um, the I think the his first investment was the the float um, in Commonwealth Bank in the early early mid nineties. And, and what's his investment like now? Has he got a broad portfolio? As far as I'm aware, he does. Yeah, um, he doesn't really talk about it too much. So, but I think he, yeah, he does. He's, he's still heavily invested. So, has he been a bit of a mentor for you along the way? Not particularly. I suppose he, he's. Um, he originally started me off with it, um, but then I've just sort of learned on my own on the, on the way. Um, obviously, um, to start off with, I think Eureka Port, Eureka Report back in I think 2006 or so, and yeah, just sort of just sort of learned as I've, I've gone. And it sounds like you started just before the GFC, so that must have been a steep learning curve for you. Did you have a discouraging experience there? Um, look. Not particularly, um, but I knew it was going to come back. Um, I suppose the um, the funny thing was that you, you sort of recognised the opportunity to buy in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, but there, there was no money, <laughs> no money about because you were already, you know, sort of fully invested. So there is, yeah, that's sort of the fine line, isn't it? You either it's hard to predict um, and time the market as such. Yeah. How do you manage that now? Is it possible to be ready to buy if the market dips? Well, I've got Australian shares um, and then the Australian listed shares with significant overseas exposure. Um, but I do have um, put in some orders for some international shares recently um, through just one of the, the major brokers. Um, yeah, so see how, see how that goes. Um, it, it obviously, I think for me it adds a, a little complication because you've got the exchange rate and also the, the spread um, not getting an ideal exchange rate either, either time. So um, I'm just experimenting with that. <laughs> Have you looked at other investments like uh, property or ETFs, or is it just that you're more comfortable with Australian shares at the moment? I've got Australian shares. I've got ETFs, um, 
property. I've got got my own house. Um, I don't really see it as an investment, but um, I suppose it's technically exposure to property. Um, a, a little bit uncomfortable about property investment, primarily because of um, the maintenance, the management, and the and it's a bit illiquid. Um, so, and you've usually got to uh, gear it. Um, so. And I'm usually um, don't particularly like gearing too heavily or for 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 such a long term. So usually only like short term gearing. And Alan was quite negative about the ASX 200 index in his overview recently. Is that what sort of uh, encouraged you to look at, uh, overseas for some investment options? Well, I suppose it's been something I've been wanting to do for a few years now. I just haven't really gone around to it. Um, but yeah, ASX it does seem to be um, fully fully priced as such. It doesn't seem to be, as I think Alan said, the, the earnings um, don't seem to be going to increase over the next few years. Um, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to sell sell out. Um, and also, I've also got to think about taxation implications and all that. Um, but yeah, I don't particularly want to sell out as such. Um, just sort of keep it as as is. I think at the moment. With your investing, have you read any books that have really helped you on your investment path? Roger Montgomery had a book on value investing, um, and I read that. Um, I found it quite interesting because um, in, in the book he produces a formula which you can sort of um, estimate um, the intrinsic value of a company um, and do your own calculations as such of what you're prepared to pay for a business as such. Oh, that sounds good. And what about on a daily basis? What do you read to keep up with uh, your investments on a daily basis? Uh, so usually just the, the main, um, you know, AFR, The Age, um, Constant Investor, um, you know, your weekly report, etc. cetera, um, uh, and just, just whatever I can get a hand on the internet, yeah. And so what's your goal with your investing? Um, I suppose it's primarily just to supplement my income, um, just to get income stream, um, accumulate um, accumulate wealth. And how is that goal in reach? How far away is it? It's, it's okay at the moment. Um, just increasing as I go go along. Um, yeah, I'm quite happy with how it's going. Yeah. And Andrew, what advice would you give somebody who would who would be like you ten years ago, thinking about getting into investing? Uh, um. I suppose just try and understand the company you're investing in and try and be a company which you can see that'll be around, you know, at least 10, 15 years uh, into the future. Um, so at the moment, it does seem to be a bit hard to predict that because um, there's a lot of change. Um, but yeah, I suppose that's all you can do and um, don't hesitate to get over the company if you think the if news changes or... Um, Circumstances change uh, from the original um, intention to buy. That sounds like good advice. Thanks, Andrew. It's been great talking to you. Okay, thanks, James. Andrew Kelly is a member of the Constant Investor community, and this is theconstantinvestor.com. If you'd like to be featured on the community catch-up, give us a call on one 800 575 989 We'd love to hear from you.